Welcome to Alabama AgCast, a weekly conversation about news and issues affecting Alabama farmers and forest landowners. Alabama AgCast is produced by the Alabama Farmers Federation. Hello and welcome to this week's Alabama AgCast. I'm your host, Mike Moody. On today's episode, Jeff Helms, Communications Director, traveled with producers as part of the Greenhouse Nursery and Sod Division Tour and filed this report. Growing knowledge and relationships was on the itinerary as about 30 producers traversed the Tennessee Valley last month on the Greenhouse Nursery and Sod Tour. The first stop was Hudson Alpha Institute for Biotechnology in Huntsville. Well, it's really good to meet all of you. My name is Alex Harkis. I'm on the faculty here at Hudson Alpha. I've been here for about three and a half years. I showed up my first day, March 1st of 2020. Turns out that was a weird time to start a new faculty job. I moved to Huntsville uh, with an iPhone charger and an air mattress and moved into a new house. My wife is still in St. Louis. And this has still been the greatest job I've ever worked at in my entire life. And a big reason that I came here to be a plant biologist I did my PhD in plant biology at University of Georgia. I was a postdoc at the Donald Danforth Center in St. Louis, Missouri. And I moved here for the simple fact that Hudson Alpha is a unique place to be a scientist. You've probably heard a little bit about the history of this place, that it was founded off the backs of the Human Genome Project, right? Thousands of scientists all studying one species, human, and putting all their effort into deciphering the 3.2 billion nucleotides across 23 pairs of chromosomes that make all of us unique in some kind of way. And the Human Genome Project was this amazing initiative that was supposed to solve all human disease, cancer, everything, right? Once you understand the genome, the ATCG sequence of an organism, you understand everything. Turns out it's much more complicated than that. And what Hudson Alpha became was, in many ways, a printing press for DNA. We can extract DNA from any organism, sequence its genome, and understand A, T, C, G, the four nucleotides of DNA, the order of every single one of them across the chromosomes of any plant that we want to study. So for me, uh, my laboratory studies how plants reproduce. I study flowers. Uh, I'm fascinated by the flower, um, not just because I think they're beautiful in many ways, but all of plant breeding, all of global food production relies on the very simple fact that plants make flowers, flowers make pollen, and pollen can move from one plant to another to make a fruit. That's it, right, at the end of the day. And I know everybody who studies plants says that their thing is the most important thing, but I really think reproduction probably is, right, because every single fruit that we eat came from that very simple process of sexual reproduction. My laboratory tries to find genes that control how flowers develop and function, and we find genes that control how plants determine sex, whether they make male parts or female parts. If you've had a a beer recently, you had a hop cone that came from a female hop plant. Uh, Male hop plants are worthless uh, for producing those big, beautiful hop cones. Uh, I did my PhD on asparagus as another funny example. Asparagus plants have separate sexes, males and females, but only males are beneficial in fields because they live a bit longer. They don't make seeds like the females do, and for a long-lived perennial, they don't clog up the beautiful rows that you have. And unfortunately, like asparagus plants don't show their sex, whether they're male or female, for like three years. So you end up digging up 50% of your field three years after you plant it. All this waste of time, energy, and money. My laboratory, when I was a graduate student, we found those genes that controlled whether a plant was male or female. Now I'm hell-bent on doing that uh, in as many different species as I can get my hands on, from persimmons to kiwi fruits to beer hops to hemp uh, uh, for fiber. Female hemp plants make more biomass, more fiber. 
Um, so sex and sex determination and how plants reproduce has huge impact on global food production, global agriculture, uh, and the uh, development of new products. So when I showed up here three years ago, there was nothing here, right? There was no greenhouse, there were just a few people studying plants, uh, and that was a huge issue. And so we went to Jim Hudson, who co-founded this institute with Lonnie McMillan, and we said, Jim, we, we need a greenhouse, you know? We were used to places that had all this infrastructure. And he said, what do you need? And we said, we want everything. Like, we want to check every single box, we want all the bells and whistles. And Jim, without even, like, blinking an eye, said, okay, like, we'll figure out how to make it happen. It's never a dull day on the farm, especially when your day starts before the sun comes up. We're Alabama Ag Credit, and while some don't get it, we do. As the local experts in rural real estate financing, we've helped farmers finance everything from homes and land to tractors and crops. Because sometimes your natural resources need financial resources. The tour was organized by the Alabama Farmers Federation in conjunction with the Alabama Nursery and Landscape Association. The Federation's Blake Thaxton said growers designed the educational program. Yeah, we've had a great tour so far, Jeff. We've we've uh, stopped first at Posey and Sons Nursery, which is a boxwood nursery right on the state line in, inside Alabama. Uh, Jeff Posey and his family run that operation, and they, they grow them boxwoods and, and digging them uh, with a mechanical digger and ship primarily into the Nashville market. Uh, it's ball and burlap. And then we went from there to Schaefer's Nursery in Winchester, Tennessee, where they grow liners in in-ground soil beds. Uh, liners just a starter plant for those not in the nursery trade. And then they'll ship those to other nurseries uh, to, to grow to bigger plants for finishing. And now we're at Tennessee Valley Nursery uh, where they do very similar work. Um, but they also bud dogwood trees and grow those for uh, uh, bare root plants that they ship to customers who will finish them in a, in a pot or in the soil for, for digging for their final customer. And finally, we're going to Hubert Family Farms, which is a tulip agritourism operation. They don't have tulips this time of year, but they came from the row crop background and transitioned into a specialty crop. But the reason we're doing these tours is just to expose our members to different operations uh, so they can get different ideas of how they may improve their operation. But also just the networking. I, I really feel like the networking opportunities is as important as anything else on these tours. So the time on the bus, the time at dinner last night, the relationships formed make our organization stronger and it makes their individual nurseries and farms stronger uh, by having those relationships. So, so that's the purpose for why we do these things. And uh, Blake, we started yesterday at Hudson Alpha, which was a, a, a different kind of stop for a greenhouse nursery to, uh, inside tour, but uh, tell, tell me a little bit about why that was important. I, I, I sense that the tour participants really got a lot out of it. Absolutely, I, and really what that came from was from our, from our greenhouse nursery side committee. You know, they direct my work, and, and when I plan this tour, they ask for two things. They ask to go to Hudson Alpha, and they ask for a drone demonstration, which I failed to mention earlier at the Posey and Sons. We also saw Dr. Steve Lee do a drone uh, spray and drone spray demonstration at that nursery and so I think it just shows our people's uh, interest in new technology and I mean Hudson Alpha is obviously I mean it's it's technology that goes way over my head I mean it's some really smart folks doing some amazing work in the genetics world both human and plant genetics and 
so it was a, an incredible experience. We got to see the the greenhouse uh, that they operate there and do research in, and and Alpha was a part of uh, uh, making that greenhouse happen. So it was, it was really neat to see that come full circle. Bullock County nursery owner Hunter Smith said the two-day trek propagated ideas for both he and his wife Addie. This is an incredible tour. I think the stops were great. We had a good lunch. Uh, seeing the different techniques that other people do to, to get the same job done, but people just use different techniques. And some of them they've been using since the 1940s, we saw today, a system of uh, irrigation. And it's just really neat that uh, something that works, works, and they don't try to change it. Elmore County Tree Farm and nursery owner Scott Pogue said he was taking ideas back from the tour to his operation near Flea Hop, Alabama. This tour provides a lot of um, just seeing what other people are doing. It's things that we can learn how they're doing their operations, how they're running their operations and stuff that I see beneficial that I can take back and make my operation a little better. So if you just, you might not normally think about until you see it in somebody else's operation. And what have you, um, what have you seen so far? We've been to Hudson Alpha and then to Posey uh, Boxwoods this morning. The Hudson Alpha, it just, it's just amazing that the, that the biotechnology stuff that's going on there um, and, and just that we, we need that kind of stuff um, for our agricultural operations and then the um, just seeing this operation this morning is so much different than what I do with containers. It's just, it's just neat to see how everybody farms different aspects of the horticultural industry. One of the things I think we learned here was how bad this freeze this past winter was on uh, on this particular operation. He said he lost about 50% of his boxwoods. Uh, how has it been across across y'all's industry? Have y'all seen that, and even in South Alabama, that the cold weather, weather was uh, was a problem? I saw somewhere where I'm at in central part of the state in Elmore County. I, I've seen some not bad as what what he had here, but uh, fortunately, I didn't didn't lose nothing or lose anything like he had um, here, but it, I think all over the state, everybody has seen some damage and some loss all over the state. Russell Wood, executive director with the Alabama Nursery and Landscape Association, said the partnership with the Federation is all about cultivating relationships. These tours are really good for our members to get out and, and see operations and different ways that things might be done. Uh, and also, a lot of it is networking. We want to get members together because when they are in the same place together at re receptions or education events, a lot of good conversation happens and it's just a really good opportunity for them to, to again, learn from one another uh, about better ways to do business. Jason Lazenby of Young's Plant Farm in Auburn said the tour provided a fresh perspective for growers. So often you get on your own circumstances and you don't realize what you're not seeing and you come to something like this and don't expect to, to really learn something new and then you get here and you realize how much you don't know and how important sharing knowledge is and, and you know how much good work's being done by other people. And we've uh, just had the drone demonstration by Dr. Stephen Lee and uh, what was your big takeaway from, from this stop? Well, it's amazing how readily available that technology is to us, and you know, y'all supplying it to us uh, here today in this demo helps us to see how uh, current and how available it is right now. So, uh, uh, learned a lot. It's a lot better technology and a lot more affordable than we probably knew that it was. As the tour wrapped up, Blake Thaxton thanked the tour sponsors, Alabama Farm Credit, New Farm, and Agri Spray Drones for helping create an atmosphere of learning. Mm -hmm.
And now, your weekly Ag Cash wrap up. In the wrap up, mark your calendar for the upcoming dairy education session that will be held July 26th at 10 a.m. The event will be held at Daryl Rankin's Farm in Chambers County. Dairymen and others with interest in the industry are invited to attend. If you would like to attend, check the show notes for a link to email Colton Christian. Alabama AgCast is sponsored by our friends at Alabama AgCredit. Give them a call for all your farm and land financing needs. For more information about today's conversation, check out the show notes or visit alphafarmers.org slash agcast. Be sure to follow Alabama Farmers Federation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tune in next week for another timely conversation from Alabama AgCast.